We're so glad you're here and we hope that these devotionals are breathing life into your days and that you are sharing them with those you love. Let us begin our devotion by taking a few minutes to listen to some beautiful piano music. Our scripture reading for today is from one of the morning psalms for September 5th, Psalm number 5. Hear now the word of the Lord. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Give heed to my sighing. Listen to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I plead my case to you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil will not sojourn with you. The boastful will not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers and you destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in awe of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me, for there is no truth in their mouths. Their hearts are destruction. Their throats are open graves. They flatter with their tongues. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of their many transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them so that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover them with favor as with a shield. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, may the word just read point to the word to come and may it all work together to point to the word made flesh, your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a note at the beginning of the fifth psalm that it is a psalm of David and should be accompanied with flutes. Though much of the rhythmic magic of the psalms is lost when they're translated from the original Hebrew, Psalm 5 remains a powerful cry to a God who hears those who believe, providing them shelter, providing them a shield, making way for joy. In particular, this morning, I was drawn to the 11th verse, which reads, 
But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them so that th those who you love your name, so that those who love your name may exult in you. According to the psalm, it would seem that it's not just our words or our accomplishments that allow us to rejoice. It's the trust that we put in God. When we love God and when we find our refuge in God's love, we're able to feel joy, to express joy, to sing for joy, and to exalt the Lord with unconscious, unrestrained enthusiasm. Joy is, of course, different than happiness. Happiness, well, it comes and it goes, doesn't it? I've always sort of bristled at the idea of the pursuit of happiness as a life goal. It seems shallow, it's fleeting, and largely it seems often self-centered. In my own life, I've also found that struggle and sorrow, failure and loss have all been great teachers. Happiness alone without the wide range of emotions and experiences offered to us as human beings seems somewhat pointless, somehow worldly and temporary. But joy, joy in the refuge of the Lord, well, that is something else. And I think at its heart, joy has somehow less to do with us and more to do with God. Or perhaps it's better to say that joy is about who we are and who we are in God. And certainly it has less to do with our circumstances. Indeed, joy transcends circumstance. It's possible to experience joy in difficult times. It's possible to know joy or feel joy in spite of grief or uncertainty. Joy can share space with other emotions like sadness or fear or anger, even unhappiness. Well, happiness just can't do that. Happiness isn't present in the darkness and in difficulty. It can't be present when its antithesis is ruling. But once we discover joy, well, it undergirds our spirits and brings peace and contentment even in the face of loss and unhappiness. This made me think of the wonderful hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, and the true story of Horatio Spafford, who wrote the lyric for the hymn. Horatio was a successful attorney and real estate investor, and he lost a fortune in the Great Fire in Chicago in 1871. Around the same time, he lost his four-year-old son to scarlet fever. He thought a vacation for his family would do some good, and he sent his wife and four daughters on a trip to England by ship. He was planning to join them after some time and when he'd been able to finish some pressing business at home. While crossing the Atlantic, the ship was involved in a terrible collision and sank. More than 200 people lost their lives, including all four of Horatio's daughters. His wife, Anna, survived the tragedy, and when she returned to England, when she arrived in England, she sent a telegram to her husband that began, Saved alone, what shall I do? Horatio immediately set sail for England, and at one point during the voyage, the captain of the ship, 
who was aware of the tragedy that had struck the Spafford family, summoned Horatio to tell him that they were now passing over the spot where the shipwreck had occurred. As Horatio thought of his daughters, words of comfort and hope filled his heart and mind, and he wrote them down, and they have since become a well-loved hymn. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. Perhaps we cannot always say that everything is well in all aspects of our lives. There will always be storms we face, and sometimes there will be tragedy and loss. But with faith in a loving God who gives us shelter, we can know that when we put our trust in his divine help, we can confidently say it is well with my soul. We can possess the kind of joy in God that makes such wellness possible. Let us pray. Loving God, who are we that you would hear us? Who are we that you draw us close into the shelter of your love? We pray, Father, that you would give us the courage to open ourselves up to you and to the joy that is possible, joy that transcends our circumstance. Through your love, your power, and your grace, help us to rest in that joy and help us to never forget to raise our voices in grateful response to all that we have been given. In your son Jesus' name, amen.